Let's take a look at the board. And the categories are... Potent Potables. Joey, you like movies about gladiators. You're no messiah, you're a, you're a movie of the week. So you listen to me and you listen well. Look, well, let's not stand on ceremony, mate. Let's start the show. Well, howdy, everybody. It's the Potent Pictures Podcast. I'm Dave, as always, and this week we got everybody back. It's not just me and Matt this week, so don't worry. It'll actually be a long one, so, uh, you know, hold on to your butts. So, uh, Sean, Matt, and Peter are here this week. Boys, why don't you say hello so we can confirm that you actually did survive this week. Hello. Hello. So, uh, well, this week we finally got everybody together for uh, Thor, Ragnarok. I know we've all been really pumped about this one. Uh, me and Matt talked a little bit about it, how excited we were last week. Unfortunately, the other two were not here. They were on travel or some bullshit. Who knows? Um, so yeah, so, uh, Thor Ragnarok, um, looking forward to the next, uh, little, uh, little taste of, uh, the Marvel, uh, the MCU. So, uh, we'll see where this goes. Um, so I guess we'll get into a real quick watching and drinking this week. So, uh, who wants to talk real quick about what they're watching and drinking? I know we're going to try and keep it short this week because, uh, we're probably gonna have a long one on, uh, on Thor. So, uh, Matt, did you have anything you really wanted to talk about this week? Uh, well, one thing I watched that I wanted to talk about, and I, it's something we've referenced before, is the the movie Fracture. And the main reason I want to talk about it is it has Anthony Hopkins in it. Um, it's also starring uh, Rosamund Pike and Ryan Gosling. Great, great little, you know, thriller. Um, and Anthony Hopkins' character is just phenomenal. I, I every, Everything he does is just fantastic. And so... Um, Pretty exciting to watch, is even knowing what happens. It is, Sean. Yeah. Even have even you, knowing the you, end, I was very excited you, to watch have him. Have you seen it, Did you, Sean? <laughs> yeah, I've seen Fractured. No, I didn't say – I wasn't trying to say Fractured bad. He just said everything that Anthony Hopkins did is good. And I Except said, for Transformers. Eh. His portrayal. I'm not, saying he's a, I'm not saying he's a saint. Uh, I'm saying that the, the portrayal of the character was very entertaining and uh, a lot In of fun to watch. In this particular film. Okay. He wasn't bringing in in that wonderfully terrible uh, Transformers movie you're probably thinking of, which even though Anthony Hopkins well, that, was definitely that... enjoyed the shit out of that film, sure did, ate it up. He loved it. He was like, "I'm collecting a paycheck," <laughs> and ran with it. But anyway, I'm just saying. Besides, uh, besides the recent Transformers, I'm also saying that the last couple movies beside before that weren't that great either. Um, no, Sean, the, that's that's perfectly fine. I, I'm talking about strictly yeah. this character in this movie. Anthony Hopkins oh, is, is golden. Okay. Um, Dave, Dave is right you. on the strictly money. Strictly 80s with that. Billy Joel. Um, okay. So. We'll keep it strictly 80s Anthony Hopkins. Are you are you being the cover band from uh, Step Brothers, which did not <laughs> yes. get the sequel where they tried to retire with their parents? Um, <laughs> yes, thank you, Matt. I'm glad you picked up on that. Where I was going. So, um, fracture. You know, we've recommended it before. We've talked about it. It's it's a lot of fun. It's about ten years old now, so I think it's perfect time to either see it again or see it for the first time. Um, and in terms of drinking, I I just have so much of this Kirkland Tennessee whiskey. I'm sticking with it. Um, I, I really need to mix up what I'm drinking, but I'm 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 sticking with it because it's it just needs to. I, I like having it, but it, it just need I need to have less, so I'm still pounding through that. What uh, what about you, Peter? Yeah, so not too much actually. Uh, the one thing I'll talk about, we talked about it a long time ago, is uh, Ozark with uh, Jason Bateman. I know some of us have finished it, Matt. I know you have. I think I'm two episodes away. Um, you know, I, I'm still I'm still in with this show, and I I don't know. Did this one get a second season? It's been know? renewed. Yeah. Okay. 
great. So, so I'm looking forward to it. And I don't know if that will change by the time I get to the end of this one. But um, so far, I'm still pleased. It's still a lot of fun. It still kind of has that a little bit of that Breaking Bad vibe, but it jumps, you know, a few years into it as opposed to have to having to wait to to see what happens. And now, now, now Peter, I've got to give you a hard time though, just because I still can't believe you're the one that brought this show to our attention. I think, and you were talking about the. Yeah, I, I still mean, remember you describing the first episode and the fact that you still haven't finished it from this summer. I'm very disappointed with your life decisions. I know, I know, having a kid, <laughs> terrible, terrible decision. Just note to self. You can't blame everything yeah, on the kid. I was, I was going to say, you've, you've watched other things. Don't hey, blame the kid. Hey, I'm pushing the sarcasm button. Sarcasm, sarcasm. No, but in all reality, yes, kids does, do make it hard to watch uh, to watch serious dramas. At, at the end of the day, unfortunately, you don't want to watch something that beats you down. But um, no. planes help. So, you know, flying on a plane, you got nothing else to do. Watch some uh, Ozark. But yeah, I think that's the only other main thing. And I was just on vacation in the lovely state of Hawaii. Suck it. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Hey, wow, tough guy. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. All of a sudden, he goes on a Hawaiian vacation and wears sleeveless t-shirts all the time. Duh. Haven't you met my guns? <laughs> uh, so I had to sample the local beverage there. And so one of them is a Maui, Maui Brewing Company is out there. And they actually have some good beers. And the one I was drinking is uh, Pineapple Mana Wheat. And it's it's a... It's a nice drink when it's, you know, 80, 85 degrees out. It's a, It's got a hint of pineapple. Definitely worth trying. And actually, I think they distribute in the States, so you can probably find it. But, yeah, that's all for me. So, Sean, let's go to you. Well, Peter, you definitely did a great job with the segues tonight. I'll give you that. That's what I'm here for. Um, because I, I, in fact, did watch both Netflix series and I was on a plane this week. So, um, Bam. besides watching the – besides watching the – the entire season, uh, second season of Stranger Things in the first flight uh, leg, I watched the um, got into Mindhunter a little bit uh, on the on the back return leg. But uh, great show! If you guys have, have you guys ever seen that yet? Uh, hell yeah! Yeah, it's a it's a solid show. I I didn't really understand what I was getting myself into. Everybody's just like, oh, you need to watch this. So watched. Uh, I'm about eight eight out of the ten episodes in so far, and have thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, really interesting topics. Filmed in my new hometown or my new town that I'm in, Pittsburgh. So um, a lot of familiar landmarks too that I was maybe think. I think this show is pit, like Pittsburgh, so uh, that's kind of cool. But uh, yeah, solid uh, topic. I'm not always a big fan of FBI, but this this one's definitely got me. So I recommend uh, checking it out. Wait, why are you Wait, not a fan of the FBI? Yeah, I was gonna say ask the same question. It's because of the fact that I uh, I hate authority. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I um, I'm just like most of the ep- I like I. So I guess the only reason I'm saying this is because I'm a big fan of the Americans, and to me, the FBI is the bad guys in the Amer- I, the Americans. So are you, know, you a are you a commie? <laughs> no, it's just like I, I guess that the protagonists I'd say are Russian spies. So I've just kind of been on the other side so, of it. So are you? But, are you a uh, fucking damn dirty? red commie <laughs> i'm a i'm a red-blooded american damn it do you like baseball and apple pie i fucking eat apple pie while i'm playing baseball david okay you you've <laughs> proven it and you are drinking bud light so we'll allow it this yes week. exactly uh, and speaking of what i'm drinking this week uh bud light on tap here so check, checking out a bud light which been ages since i've had bud lights um so yeah still Still made in uh, St. Louis, even though it's owned by a uh, Belgium company now. But 
yeah, just hanging out in the hotel, drinking some Bud Light, talking about movies. Nothing, nothing wrong with that on a Monday night. But uh, yeah, that's all I'm watching and drinking this week. So Dave, what about you? What do you got going on? So really, the only one I really want to talk about is one that Matt has been kind of pushing on us as of recent, and uh, and I kind of wanted to catch it before. Uh, actually, I watched it after I saw Thor, which was kind of interesting. And in the uh, the director, I'm going to destroy his name. And Matt, uh, Peter, can you uh, can you repeat it for me? Because I am going to just destroy this. Takita Watiti. Watiti. I just like that you said Takita. That was terrible. Takito. <laughs> Spent too much time in Texas. That's the problem right there. Taika Watiti. Taika. There you like, go. Like Taika Watiti. Taika. Whatever. Why doesn't anyway. he just go by his middle name, David? It would make it so much easier. Uh, seriously, his middle name's David? I don't, I, I don't know. That's just Wikipedia says. Oh well, you know that can. Well, that can I still like your. I still like your name. It's basically like a Chiquita Banana's brother, Taquita. Taquito, delightful. We're gonna run with that one. But anyway, so um, the the film that they put out in like 2005, and Matt's been recommending this for a while, and it's uh, what we do in the shadows. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed the hell out of that that film. Um, I think y'all definitely need to go watch this. Um, it's on Amazon Prime. Um, so go ahead. You, you know, it's free. It's included with your Prime subscription. Phenomenal film. It's a documentary, or a mockumentary, I guess, about vampires living in New Zealand. So, kind of interesting, kind of funny. Um, you'd appreciate if you liked uh, some of the humor that um, that comes out of Thor in Ragnarok. You'll probably appreciate some of the humor in this film. So, definitely recommend it. Uh, Matt, you got anything to add on that, real quick? Well, and it's also got Jermaine Clemens. So, I mean, if you if you like yeah. the uh, Flight of the Concord, Flight of Concord, similar be, uh, yeah. similar uh, humor there, as well as uh, Rice Darby, um, also a Flight of the Concord. So, lots of lots of faces you'll recognize, and um, it's fun. Just just to call it out, though. Uh, Dave referenced 2005. That was a short, and I actually haven't seen that. Oh, you're right. Um, I'm sorry. The I actual, apologize. The theatrical, you know, feature length film that came out in like 2014, 2015, maybe. Um, so, in case in case you're weird and you sort for movies by year, um, you know, look look for the 2014. Though I'm sure the I'm sure the original short was a lot of fun since obviously they made a uh, a feature length film out of it. So I just don't know how to watch the short. Yeah, we'll figure that out. Um, but very, very entertaining. You need to. Everybody needs to go see that. Um, I'm surprised. I'm surprised it, 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 it's actually got. I didn't really even know about this to be honest with you when it came out. It was February uh, 2015, apparently when it came out here. So, didn't know, didn't know about it. I'm actually kind of disappointed it didn't get picked up more. You didn't hear much about it. Frankly, I think Matt, you were the first one to to bring it up to us. Um, so, you know. And uh, I guess real quick in terms of what I'm drinking, I'm going with uh, I, I like to call this kind of my sorority drink. It's uh, vodka with uh, some uh, pink lemonade, Crystal Light. Oh yes, it is a basic drink. So I, I was going to guess pink panty droppers, but there's not enough so, ingredients. So yes, correct. <laughs> it is a half-assed pink panty dropper. I'm trying to get myself drunk. So right. you know, All right, well, sorority stuff. Well, keep your panties on for the podcast, please. Please. Oh, I've got no, I've got no pants on right now as it is. So you know, I'm one step away from being no panties either. If if you Snapchat anything to me without your pants on, Dave, I swear to God, you might get some. We'll see. Maybe I'll post it to the Instagram page. Hey, hey, Dave, what? save it for Saturday. No, no nudity on Saturday. I can't risk my career on that one. Well, I have a feeling that it's going to happen, given the, the the parties involved. This is very true. There will be, unfortunately, there will be. Um, Front male frontal nudity, and at one point in time during, during the weekend, and I'm not. 
happy uh, about this. This is how he likes it. I, I don't know. Dave promised me that when I went with him in Nor- to New Orleans, and I got no mail. I didn't promise there. you this. I was warning you about this. It wasn't a promise. It's not like I was like, oh, hey, Matt, guess what? Hey, you're going to see hey, some Matt, mail from the news. It's not like something you wanted to go. You're going to see some sweet dick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, there awesome. we go. Jumping right into it. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't tasted a lot of dick, but I don't know that it, it's ever described as sweet. <laughs> We're going to allow Sean to give us the uh, hey, hey, opinion on hey, that one. Hey, hey, hey. The problem is you need more pineapple. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. And on that note, let's get into this whole thing. Holy shit. Okay. All right. To, to swing us back into this. All right. Some real quick uh, movie news. So, uh, Peter, what you got for this week? Uh, yeah. So, we'll go quick. But there's there's some big stuff. Uh, first one, everybody's probably heard about it. But House of Cards is, for the most part, over as we know it. Uh bunch of allegations about kevin spacey we won't get into that we don't, we don't want to kind of stir anything but what does it mean it means that uh netflix has essentially said they will no longer do anything with kevin spacey anymore including house of cards uh they're in production of the sixth season which they had announced right when this all happened that that would be the final season but now knowing that kevin spacey is no longer in it the question is what are they going to do are they going to kill him off are they going to you know, maybe they'll just quit filming and, and turn it into a spinoff because there's now been kind of a supposed spinoff set for House of Cards. So I guess the question is for you guys. I know uh, some of us are still watching. Some of us are not. Is anybody bummed that we're done with House of Cards? Yes. Yes and no. <laughs> I, I, Explain. I, and I'm actually in the same boat as Sean. Sean, let me, let me hear your reasons first. Then I'll, I'll swing it with mine. Uh, to be honest, I think the show kind of kicked the bucket after like the second and third season. I think they just kind of extended it because people are still watching. So when people are watching, it's hard to, you know, it's hard to not renew a show that people are watching, even though I feel like people are watching just because it's, they want the same show they had the first two seasons. However, it's not the same show and it's kind of become redundant. And I just, I stopped watching. I didn't even watch the last season because I watched the first episode and it wasn't into it. So um, am I, do I think it's a great show at in its prime? Yes. Do I think it's kind of past its prime? Yes. So that's where I am with it. So I'm actually going to agree with you completely on this one. I was, I think in the past few episodes or uh, recordings, I've actually stated, like, if you haven't watched it, go watch the first three, maybe four seasons. I don't remember. I'd have to go look real quick, but, uh, to kind of see what, what the plot lines were, but. I think the f- they're are they only in five? Yeah, that was season. season that was season, season five. So it probably was the first three seasons. Were the first two seasons were great. Uh, third yeah, one may have two seasons. Yeah, two seasons for sure. Three, three seasons, seasons maybe. Third season, iffy. Yeah. yeah, four and five just kind of, you know, it just it, it it wasn't as good. It felt like they were just kind of pandering to stuff, and you could tell they were grasping at straws, especially in the fifth season because it was just kind of getting more and more ridiculous. There wasn't as much. Uh, you know, oh, are they going to get caught kind of thing. And now it's, just, you know, because that was a big push between the one and two, kind of like the things that they were all doing, all the political, you know, intrigue, who was going to get caught, oh, this could happen, that, things like that, you know, what the, the fallout from everything was. In four and five, it just seemed like no matter what they did, it didn't matter. They always had a plan for it. And it was so, it started getting so ridiculous that I don't know. Now, am I upset that they're not going to get a full closure on the, on the show? Yeah, because I think mainly... They're going to have to, it would have been nice to just see them, you know, completely go downfall just for that fulfilling. But I, I got a feeling based on what I was reading, they're probably just going to have to kill off uh, 
um, his character. Frankie. Frankie yeah, Andrew. so they're gonna have to, yeah they're gonna have to just kill him off somehow. So, I mean, did they state that they do not they're not gonna use any film for him in season six? Well, they they said they're not gonna do anything that involves him. So I don't actually I don't know that they've even said if they filmed anything. When this all happened, they made a release that said at the time he was not um, on set. In, I remember seeing set. that. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't doing production. So who knows if they have anything? But I highly doubt they're going to put anything out with him since they said they no longer want to be involved with him. So yeah. Which, but do you know how they? I don't. I still don't know how they're going to do that. But yeah. Anyway. Well, that's why I it's on. That's why it's an, indefinitely on hold. So they yeah. got time now to. And it's not like they have to meet any type of, you know, thing. So that's a Netflix thing. So they're probably telling them, take your time, figure out a way to do this. Cause you know, we're going to, we're obviously going to have a lot of people still wanting to see season six. So take your time, figure it out and make it a good show. So, I mean, buying time also gives them a little bit of, you know, one, they can try to do it right, but it also gives them time to, you know, the, the, the outcry and outroar, or the, you know, the kind of the stink on the show will kind of fade and people were like, Oh, it's out again in six months or a year when they, you know, hopefully do it right, but also it's not top of the mind that, you know. Now, now the real question is, if this if this show has been past its prime, I'm surprised Kevin Spacey wants to do it anyway. Ah, uh-huh. this guy's got full of jokes. Burn. Burn. <laughs> <laughs> M- moving along. Um, so there's a few few different things in terms of TV shows. So first one is Lord of the Rings is potentially going to get a show on Amazon, which to me, that's a huge property. There's tons for them to mine. So that could be interesting. I mean, you've got shows like, uh, you know, Game of Thrones that obviously are set in a similar type world. And those are those are killing it. And that show's about to end. So question is, is Amazon maybe trying to to ride that wave and, and kind of get in when when Game of Thrones is kind of ramping down. But I don't know. Are you guys excited about this now that we've already had six movies in this world? Yeah, because I think there's a lot more story to be uh, to be told. I mean, just because of the fact that there's a lot cut out of the books or uh, out of the movies. So I don't know if it, I don't exactly understand how they're going to make that work. But because um, I haven't read the whole thing, but I just I briefly saw that uh, the other day, Peter. But what have you heard? Uh, just in general, they're in talks with with Warner Brothers to get it over to Amazon, and I, I don't think there's any real specifics around what exactly it's going to revolve around because obviously they have, you know, multiple books to go off of. But uh, I, I don't know that there's anything more that's come out of it. So I'm I'm going to pose this question, and I'm going to see if anybody else feels the same way as I do. But did anyone else just not watch the films after the first time seeing them? I really, I'm going to be honest with you, I really didn't enjoy them that much. I, I have no desire to go back and rewatch them. I didn't see any of the how Hobbits. Did you, how did you get on this podcast? I, Dude, I it was <laughs> it was so much torture for me to sit through that last one. It was just so long, and it just... Really? I, I, yes. I, Dave. I, I, I did not enjoy that. Yeah, Dave, Dave. I terrible. Like the Return of the, Return that was of the, the King best might one. have been like the better Man, one. Yeah. I, I just... I mean, they I, won. Didn't it win Academy Award? Like A lot of people just kind of said it was like... A, for their entire series, you know, because all of them warranted but, a lot of awards. Yeah, but like, but yes, it, it, this one by itself definitely deserved it. Oh and yeah, it won it rightfully so. I'm <laughs> sorry, I'm still maintaining. Dude, I just can't. I, I guess they're just like, I guess you're just completely off your rocker because no, no. I mean, I, I if had, I had to pick opinion, one that was it. like, if <laughs> I had invalid. to pick one that was like the least least exciting or least like the least yeah least exciting to watch i'd say probably the fellowship of the ring the first one yeah yeah there's one scene that's just phenomenal it's about it's about uh, a road sign 
Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, Two Towers, great, you know, still great. And then Return of the King just closes it so strongly. Oh, yeah. Um, like, I exactly. And I, I still think Two Towers is probably the, I, I just, that's probably the best one of the of the three of the movies Peter wow. Jackson so, made. So you you're, you're um, interesting. You're giving the second I, one no, number one. Okay. All right. All right. Oh, I thought that. I mean, from an action perspective. Which oh, is what yeah, that's me. fair. Yeah, I mean I, that that movie's all action. It, it was. I thought it was very good, but um, I'll watch that one over over Fellowship for sure and Return of the King. Um, they're they're close, but I, I definitely think uh, Two Towers is my favorite. But uh, I never did watch any of the Hobbit series movies not so, missing anything. Kind of so yeah. i have a few friends that love the hobbit the whole series they think it's way better than the, the lord of the rings i disagree, did you disown them immediately but i i for that reason give the hobbit a chance if you didn't like lord of the rings because uh, other people have you know you know you might you might agree with them though I'm, I'm just gonna you know double down and say when i can i try to watch the uh the extended uh oh yeah versions you have oh my to god yeah it's like I don't how even long see is that the, like 17 hours um no I think it's like twelve. Fucking! It felt like it when I was in the theater. I was like, Jesus! I still remember it was it was terribly long, and I could not I couldn't do it. It's just, I mean, you don't you don't do it in like one day. Well, fine, but still, that's all. God, that's so. Dave, much. just just get with it, Dave. I, I'll it. tell you. I'll I'm tell you sorry. what. I can watch the Lord of the Ring as much as I love the uh, the the bit in uh, Clerks Two, where they the uh, <laughs> they describe uh, the trilogy of Lord of the Rings versus the trilogy of Star Wars. I can watch oh, yeah. Lord of the Rings Hint. extended trilogy more than I can watch the Star Wars trilogy. Oh, Matt, I'm going to stop you there. there. That's, save that's, it, save it, save it. Just, we, got two, we got a couple Jesus weeks left. Christ. What? No, that's not. That has nothing to do with the new series. That's just my. That's how much I like Lord of the Rings. So, based on this conversation, I'm feeling like I need to maybe give him a second chance. You do. However, you I'm do. very, I'm very hesitant just because I know how much time it it, it is and effort. And that's why I'm very hesitant to do it. I know the scenes and everything. I just, it, it never it never occurred to me when it would come on to be like, oh, it'd be like on HBO or something like that. And I'd be like, eh, I, I just no, don't, I, I just don't feel it. I just no, never, that's, that's I have fair. never thrilled hey, Dave, to watch it. Hey, Dave, Dave, I, I, own the, I own the episodes if you want to, or the uh, series if you want to watch it. Do you got the VHS double, double pack? If only. No, I got the, I, I have the DVD, <laughs> the triple side. Nice. Um, DVD. I don't watch those things. I, I will say though, since we're talking about Lord of the Rings and the original discussion was the the series on Amazon, um, I'm I'm reserving judgment. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what they come out with. But since we never got the Aragon Legolas uh, kind of uh, spinoff movie that you know was was rumored for a while, um, it'll be interesting to see what kind of stories we get. So all I have to say is I I kind of hope that they they maybe pl- pick new characters oh uh, yeah i that's what yeah i don't want to see the same character but i just you know that's just another area where i was excited to see the same characters do things but yeah i would i would just say you know things other than following aragorn let like just pick somebody else from a book or even pick a brand new character because the world itself is large enough you could do something new or just take a thread from the books and expand on it rather than see more of the same characters because a, I, I don't know for you guys, but for me, if somebody played the character, they stick in my mind. It always bothers me when. They yeah, I was going to ask that question. If they if they had to replace the characters, would y'all be okay with that? I they they almost have to. I don't see any way yeah. they could get these people back for a show. And I think for that reason, they they kind of have to 
go two different route. characters. Yeah. And, and I mean, in, in The Hobbit, they introduced new characters and brought back characters that weren't actually present. So there's, as Peter mentioned, there's definitely room for it. So um, there's a lot to see, and it'll be interesting. They definitely have to put the budget into it. So, you know, Game of Thrones would have been a, a, a much less enticing uh, series if, if they hadn't backed it and committed to it for fans. So hopefully Amazon does. I feel as if they will, Matt, just given given the exact thing you just discussed. So, What else you got, Peter? Uh, so the other thing, so we talk about Lord of the Rings show. The other show that is coming back is Westworld. So I don't know. Has, has everybody yes. watched that show? Everybody but Sean? Yeah, of course. Uh, Sean doesn't saw, watch I, anything I'm on not, HBO. I'm not, however, I, I do love HBO. I'm a vice principal all the way. You pick the shittiest shows on freaking <laughs> HBO to watch. Do you not like Vice Principals? No, it is terrible. Oh, it is like a it well, is a bastardized asshole. version of freaking Eastbound and, uh, Down. Eastbound and Down. Thank you. It is like that's a oh, I think it's it a, is a I think shitty it's, I think version. Walt, of it. I love Walton Goggins on that show. So anyway, I, I, I love Walton Goggins on everything. So I still haven't yeah, watched so, it, but if I'm going to watch it, it's it's more for Walton Goggins than for the Eastbound and Down. Danny, uh, Danny McBride. But to answer your question, I did watch Westworld. I watched the first six or first whatever the half the season. I haven't, fin- I never did finish it because shit happens. Like he caught up in other shows. That's what Get happened. on it, Sean. But Jeez, I think it's only like uh, nine episodes. Uh, ten, uh, well, I, I maybe I watched like yeah, I think I watched four or five. So yeah. Oh, it is ten. Um, it is ten. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of so, thing. Ten episodes. But I'm not against Westworld. I, I I'm against. I I'm just not into. I'm not into. Uh, any good shows? Wow. No, the the other the dragon magic show. What's it called? <laughs> Ga- Game of God. Thrones. Puff the Magic oh, Dragon. Yeah, that, yeah, I'm not you know, into I that second rate Game of Thrones. Indeed. <laughs> um, so just on Westworld, real quick, uh, another another reference to we, we got a couple. We're about to start talking about uh, uh, Thor Ragnarok here in a second, but obviously uh, we have Tessa Thompson and Anthony Hopkins in there, so. That's not that exciting. Everybody knows that, but it's there. It was. So there you go. And it's, it was a nice little reference, and they were nice ads to both both the both mediums. So, TV and movies, indeed. Uh, so I think that the last thing would be, uh, you know, this is kind of big news, and nothing's happened with it, but. There are talks between Disney and 20th Century Fox with Disney actually buying out 20th Century Fox. So I heard that today. Interesting yeah, so, stuff. And so what that actually means is, at least the uh, what, what they're reporting on, is that Disney would buy out the movie studio and then the television channels other than Fox Sports and Fox News. So essentially Disney would own FX, Fox, and all those subsidiaries, and as well as 20th Century Fox, the movie studio, and then Fox would only be a news and sports channel. Uh, so this could be huge because, A, this gives Din- Disney some properties that they probably want, including Avatar, since they have mm-hmm. Avatar Land, and it also gives them the X-Men movies, since all the X-Men movies are Fox-produced. So, you know, potential for them to maybe actually include the X-Men into the Marvel Universe at one point you know, there's obviously some strategy to this uh, and it it fits in with their portfolio, if you will. But the question is, you know, is this, is this a good thing? And I mean, is this, is this going to fundamentally change anything from a, from a movie standpoint? I don't know if you guys had any thoughts since this is kind of new news. All I really care about is, will Disney make more diehard movies? Probably. They're not going to stop 
after you know they're, they're gonna make the one that's already planned so we'll see how day one goes and then that's probably just gonna be a typical ratings or review based box office report decision okay just just hope that i mean is okay is okay okay <laughs> as long as point break three gets made i'm good seriously you want a third one no i'm kidding anyway uh... you need to be slapped for that they ruined it i'm with just looking forward friggin- I'm, I'm looking forward to my sixth diehard movie or six or yeah, seven? but he's barely in it. it. It'll be it'll be six. it'll be six. six. Yeah, six. Uh, Sorry, yeah, I got a little excited. He's barely so in it. The the only thing on this though is since Disney's already planning on doing their own streaming service, um, and if they own the Fox properties, that's going to be a real it's going to be a real pain in the ass. It's it's could be good for consumers because you know you, you can finally maybe get everything under one. Since so many things are moving off of Netflix, like it's always sunny in Philadelphia is the most recent. Uh, thing that was you know fox just pulled from netflix and it's moving to hulu um you know that that could be one thing but that just like because there's more properties it likely means they're going to charge more try to justify charging more so um that's a pain in the ass and then also just the general idea of one they're already a giant studio and just one massive studio like that's just going to have such a stranglehold on everything um so we'll see you know not not to get into consumer yeah, uh, discussions and things like that, but but the thing is though, let's I mean just just thinking about what they've done with like Marvel, and allowed them to kind of run with it at least you know they, they trusted them they they ran with it and you know Disney kind of stepped back on it and then you know what they've kind of been doing with the Star Wars uh, films, you know they're they're not they're not doing terrible things with it like I don't like it's it's kind of like one of those things where you you see how Sony has treated the Spider-Man um, franchise as opposed to how Marvel has done it. You know what I mean? So it's a Disney kind of versus a Sony type thing. So maybe maybe we might get another set of good X-Men coming out of this as opposed to this, um, what is it, the New Mutants shit which is coming out from Marvel, which I, I, I don't Scary. know how I feel about that. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know what, I don't understand what that is. I know we talked about this in the past, but I, I still don't get it. So... Especially if you got another another X Men franchise, I mean another X Men film coming out anyway. So, so I, I, I want I want the remaining Marvel properties to fall into Marvel's hands under Disney. Agree, without agree. a doubt. It's it's the larger pieces that that come down to it. So if if one company starts owning all of the content, um, you know, one if they charge company if they charge consumers a reasonable amount of money. Then yeah. it's going to be fine, right? If I if I have to pay fifteen bucks a month or ten bucks, you know, ideally ten, right? But yeah. even Netflix is fifteen bucks a month. If I pay fifteen bucks a month to watch all of these products, that that's not a big deal because I'm not going to need to have ten different other subscriptions. But mm-hmm. if they're charging forty bucks, I might as well have cable again, or you know, yeah. so it really just I, comes down to that. I think that's that's a good point. So I mean, and to to play devil's advocate, if if they do if they do charge a reasonable price. I would much rather have Disney own more properties because as yep. it, as it sits right now for them making a streaming service even if it's 10 bucks I don't know that I would want to pay for it because they just don't I, we've we've got so many services already today and they at least have a wide breadth of of channels like Hulu obviously has you know they have Fox they have CBS they have, or not CBS they have Fox uh, NBC ABC they have a bunch of stuff um but if you're talking Disney it's just going to be Disney it's going to be Marvel, it's going to be Star Wars, and it's going to be the Disney movies, along yeah. with some other properties that but, I think, but unless you're they, a kid, you don't care They own about. ABC, though, right? So they would bring their ABC yeah. stuff, most likely. So so they'd bring ABC. But I, I guess I'm just trying... 
guess I'm just trying to say like at Netflix and Hulu at least are a lot broader because they don't have, you know, at one point Hulu was run by NBC, but now it's kind of a, an amalgamation of a number of stations and Netflix isn't beholden to anybody. They're, they're kind of everyone, whereas Disney is always going to be Disney. So at least if they bought Fox, that gives them a, a lot more properties that maybe helps you to justify spending any money. Regardless, as I'm long with you. as they don't use it to justify charging more. I, and I'm just being I pessimistic. Totally I completely agree. If, if they use this and charge a reasonable amount on board, because it's one service and that's great. So totally it just depends on how they do it. Yeah. I, I mean, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, none of us want to pay for another streaming service, but hopefully if it happens, it's at least not the worst of all worlds. But I mean, if anything, they're doing it just to, to screw over Netflix, Yeah, which, which is a good point, which they actually announced. Uh, we didn't talk about this, but way back in the day, there was rumblings whether or not the Netflix Marvel shows were going to stay on Netflix. And now it's been released that those are going to go over to Disney. So. So yeah, they're going to be pulling everything wow. from Netflix. Wow, did not huh. did not realize that. That's crazy. Does that include the previously uh, produced seasons? Well, so that's that's what I don't know. So I know they've they've officially said anything going for, forward will not be on it. Uh, my, my guess is they would pull it over, but I don't know what the 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 ownership rights or licensing rights are. I don't know if they have joint rights and they're able to actually do that. But I would have to think by the time this this uh, Disney streaming service comes about any rights to those shows probably would have been waived by then anyway. So, but, nice. but we shall see. And and real quick, just to be a little more positive on it, Disney is responsible for the Disney movies anywhere. And now the whole movies anywhere um, piece, Great which point. is very pro consumer. Um, so, and if you're not familiar, that's a, uh, if you buy a, if you buy a digital copy or if you redeem a digital code from a physical copy purchased of a movie, um, on any service, the big four being Vudu, Amazon Prime, uh, Apple uh, iTunes, and uh, Google Play, um, they're all going to now all your libraries are merged. So once you buy it on one, it's on all four, um, which means you can watch anything anywhere. And it's not DRM free. You know, it's not going the way of music, which was a, a great great win for consumers. Um, but this is as close as we're probably ever going to get. So at least that's that's a that's pretty. Pretty yeah, it's a pretty good sign for Disney, but I, I'm not gonna hold my breath that they're gonna stay that uh, <laughs> um, positive for our experiences. Indeed, <laughs> fair enough. Well, okay, so real quick, do y'all think this is, there is any possibility of some type of antitrust type thing coming up for these types of acquisitions? Because I've been wondering this because they've been slowly acquiring a ton of you know production companies and all these types of things. So I don't know. Is there are we getting to that point where? These things are going to have to start being investigated. So, yeah, but it's not as big as like I mean the fact that Broadcom is going to be purchased or acquire Qualcomm. That's yeah, to me that's a huge. much bigger yeah. problem and confusing. That, but we're not a we're not a anti we're not a SEC show, so I don't know how to talk about that. But Peter, it sounded like you had a it sounded like you read something, Peter. Jokes on you, Matt. We are an SEC show. <laughs> Officially sanctioned. Uh, no, I was going to say the reason that they're not buying Fox News and Fox uh, Sports is that they're actually not because of that reason, because of the antitrust or monopoly, whatever oh, you want to call it. And yeah, oh, because of ESPN. Yeah, exactly. So you can they there's actually a rule yeah, within the, the broadcast division that says you're only allowed to own one sports network. So because they own ESPN, they can't own spot Fox Sports. Hmm. But interesting. What about news we'll outlets? 
I don't think Disney owns it, owns one, right? Because CNN um, is CBS. Turner, yeah, Turner. Well, I mean, they own ABC, so you technically own any local, ABC, yeah, and, and right, national. local. But they they don't have like a, a you know a, a 24-hour news channel like CBS and NBC and Fox do. I th- I think you're right. I think they don't. I I, I mean, for me, it makes a lot more sense in that structure anyway. Because why do they yeah. want a 24-hour news channel? I mean, focus on what they're good at. But yep. Yep. You know, maybe one day there's going to be a Disney News Channel, and we're all going to be brainwashed. Oh my God! Where Mickey? Mickey I mean, years all day. We, according to some people online, we already are. So <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> and according to the box office, we are too. Da da. Segway. Oh. Hey, so, somebody's learning. Oh yeah, we got it. Um, so from a box office standpoint, the number one film happens to be a Disney movie, which is what we're just going to talk about, which is Thor Ragnarok. So Thor Ragnarok killed it with a hundred and it's about one hundred twenty one million dollars for the weekend. The next closest competitor is uh, the Bad Moms sequel, which is a Bad Moms Christmas at sixteen million, and then beyond that, it just drops off to six million, four million beyond. So, uh, you know. Quick way to say Thor Ragnarok is dominating, and we're all brainwashed and have to watch Disney movies. So you know, damn, hey, you go, I have no issues with the watching Disney movies. Even Peter, now. what was do what was the opening weekend for the first and second Thor movies? Did you get that eighty five and sixty five? Yeah, the God. first one was is that is that right? Yeah, the first one I think was like sixty five or sixty seven. Yeah, and then the second one was right in the mid eighties. Wait, so. Thor. So Dark World got actually eighties. Yeah. So. Thor Ragnarok 122, the original Thor 65 million, the sequel at 85 million. So, you know, obviously made a lot more than both movies. I mean, almost double the original Thor. And I think it's it's somewhat indicative of the actual quality of the movie, which we're about to talk about. So do y'all feel, you know, this would be a nice little segue into actually talking about Thor. Did y'all feel like it was worth that um, getting that, that rating or that much money bringing in on, on the opening weekend? Or was it a misnomer? So, uh, Peter, what do you think? Just real quick on your, your your thoughts on it actually hitting that mark. You know, was the movie worth it? Yeah. So, I mean, I'll just give I'll give a quick kind of recap of my thoughts on the first two, and I'll, and it'd be great to hear you guys' too. And then I'll I'll say what I think about that. But I mean, for me, the first Thor was probably one of the at the time the weirdest Marvel movies because it's kind of delving into this gods and and you know mystical stuff. And before that, we had obviously superheroes aren't aren't normal we don't see superheroes flying around but at least uh you know it had a little more grounding than than some of this the stuff from the thor world so i wasn't a huge fan of the first movie i actually it's probably going against you guys i was a bigger fan of the second movie than i was the first um i thought the tone was a little more dark I well see people say dark but to me i i kind of liked no, where they were peter Sha- dave was just going for a, a pun off of the name Oh, <laughs> so bad. So bad. He, he, he wasn't. It, it was so bad. I missed it, Dave. Um, no, I mean, that's the I, point. I, I mean, I thought it was it was actually a decent movie. It wasn't by any means a favorite movie for me for Marvel, but I, I liked it significantly more than the first movie. And I didn't think it was a terrible movie at that. Uh, with this one, I mean, I think it it definitely is much more enjoyable than both the first two combined. I think at a high level, it definitely deserves what it made at the box office. It's falling in some of the same footsteps that, you know, a guardians would, especially with the, you know, the color palette and the kind of tone and the comedic elements and just the trailers were kind of alluding to it. And it also lives in this cosmic world 
cosmic meaning, uh, you know, space that that uh, Guardians does, which seems to really hit it off with thank with you dictionary. audiences. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, man. Captain Thesaurus, Thesaurus at our at our fingertips right now. That, again, that, that's what I'm here for. Indeed. If I could, if I could throw Thesaurus at both of you, I would, but it doesn't work. Understandably. Um. But no, I mean, I, I think it's well-deserved. Uh, I think we'll talk about it. There's a few things in this movie that were a little a little odd. Um, the first thing being, you know, the plot, probably not the strongest plot of any Marvel movie. But that being said, I can't say that I wasn't laughing out loud or thoroughly enjoying myself the entire time, which you can't really ask for too much more when you pay to go see a movie. So, so yeah, I definitely think it's deserving of the money and um, kind of looking forward to hearing you guys' thoughts. But uh, Sean, why don't we go to you? Perfect. I can't wait. Um, so did I, did, did I enjoy this movie? Yes. Did I find it the, the comedic part of it um, strange a little bit? I feel like Marvel is trying to force the, the comedy in these movies uh, ever since they've ever since I guess Guardians because because people didn't people don't know much about Guardians of the Galaxy. So when you get Chris, uh, wow, Chris Pratt, Chris Pratt's like a great sarcastic, sarcastic actor. Like his, the line delivery is, is awesome. So he really hits with those, with, with that. I just, I enjoyed this movie. I thought it was funny, but I think they tried too hard with some things. So we can get into it a little bit more once we get into spoilers, but, um, did I like the movie? Yes. Did I feel like they had its points where I like cringed a little bit? Yes. Um, do I feel like it was worthy of 123 million? No, <laughs> I had no idea I was going to do this well. Like when I walked in the theater on Sunday and, and Sunday morning at 11 o'clock showing sell out, I was like, what the fuck? Like what, what's going on right now? Uh, I didn't realize Thor was that popular, especially after the, uh, especially after the last movie. Cause I, as much as you guys seem to think the first one was a little weirder. I thought the first Thor movie was, was solid. Um, I'm a big Natalie Portman fan. So I think she, she carries weight um, along. Cause I don't think Chris Hemsworth really carried much weight in the first movie um, from what I can remember. Uh, but the second, and then the second, uh, I mean, I don't know if uh, Tom Hiddleston had dated Taylor Swift yet. So I don't think he was relevant, but yeah, I, I yeah. What I was getting at though, is that it, a fine movie it's just i I don't i i I don't understand how it made as much money i like in all honesty i have no idea how it made more money than spider-man because i thought spider-man was more enjoyable so anyway what about you matt matt what do you think about this movie i I enjoyed it Uh, it was a great ride all all the way throughout and we'll talk about a bit more i I get the concern and i've talked to a few other people that were concerned about the the level of comedy that marvel's going to um but so far i haven't felt that it detracted um, in this one, you know, Peter referenced that the, the plot's not that involved. Um, and, you know, they, I'm, I was perfectly okay with it. I was entertained throughout. Um, I've definitely seen, um, you know, movies with more plot that were boring um, or executed poorly. Uh, this was just a, a fun ride. And uh, Chris Hemsworth, um, did he, he knocked it out of the park. You're talking about Chris Pratt's sarcasm in Guardians of the Galaxy. His kind of uh, uh, deadpan uh, delivery. Uh, for a lot of these are kind of just, you know, smug uh, delivery of, of these, you know, these lines are just fantastic. And I, I couldn't get enough as well. As some of the new comedic relief 
Um, and I didn't know it was directed by uh, uh, Takai Watiti um, of What We Do in the Shadows. But uh, exactly. Thanks, Dave. Uh, once I got out and saw that, I completely understood where the, the humor came from and kind of how that you know forged it. And I'm really glad that Disney and Marvel uh, allowed him to get his hands on this property. I'm not sure how much Thor can ha- you know handle this the uh, type of movie like this to continue, but I don't know what what more Thors they have in the pipeline since Phase Four is coming around the pi- the um, Phase Three, whatever phase is coming up. Phase Three. I don't know. I don't know if uh, or, Thor no. has any no, more we're al- uh, lined up. No, we're almost out of Phase Three, I think. Okay, so yeah, so I don't I don't know if there's any more Thors coming up for for Phase Four, so it's probably not a big deal. But uh, you know, I, I think they did a great way to to capitalize on the the cosmic. Um, enjoyment that we've all had with the guardian series and also introduce another character spending time outside of uh, earth to to help us get into infinity war um we'll, we'll get into some spoilers that that i'm looking forward to in terms of, of the infinity war aspect in a second but uh in terms of the original uh and second I, the, the the first one i enjoyed but I, I it wasn't until i rewatched it that i realized how much i i uh enjoyed it it's something that I put on and I was like, oh, I'm not going to really pay attention, but it was a, it was a thoroughly enjoyable movie. I agree with Peter that it's, it's odd, especially at the time. Um, but it, it, it was a, a really enjoyable movie and it might be because of, uh, um, uh, Stellan Skarsgård and, and of course Natalie Portman helps. Um, so they're a lot of fun. Um, and then the second one, I don't, I'm not as high on it as Peter, but I did not think it was as bad as people thought it were, thought it was. Um, so I'm guess I'm kind of you know middle of the road there. The the thing I do want to talk about though is with with this now being the the third character getting a trilogy in the Marvel universe, um, I think it's it's pretty safe to say that if we're talking about Captain America, Thor, and Iron Man, it's very shocking to me that I would actually rank Iron Man the worst of the uh, or not the worst, but you know it's it's of the trilogy, it's the least. Uh, the the least uh, powerful trilogy. Uh, I'm gonna go Captain America, then Thor, then Iron Man, and I think by a long shot, because uh, both and Captain and America talking, and, and you're Thor, talking trilogies, correct? Trilogies, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, Interesting. I think I think Captain America and Thor have both you know knocked it out of the park at least twice, um, if not two and a half times. And uh, Iron Man's really sitting at maybe one, one and a half. So, and that might just be a lot of bias against Iron Man three, but but we'll see. So. Looking forward to talking about this a little bit more, but uh, what about you, Dave? So uh, real quick, um, I will say the first two, I enjoyed the first one. I I will say that there was some um, lacking in action once, um, and I can't think of what that that, the the bad guy was in it, the the big metal thing that they had to fight on Earth in that small little town. That was a little lackluster, but I really enjoyed all the, everything leading up to that point when they were on Earth. Like um, just kind of the setup for it, where he, you know, he loses his, um, and I'm gonna ki- I'm gonna destroy the name, but we're just gonna call it Thor's hammer, where he loses that and it goes through that whole storyline and whatnot. Um, second one, I, I was so so on it. I, I haven't really gone back and rewatched it, uh, um, maybe more than once. Uh, but um, what what gets me on that one, it just didn't seem to sell it as much for some reason. I didn't enjoy it. It, it, it kind of went a little. And, you know, a little darker than I would have wanted. Um, just didn't, not my favorite Marvel movie is the way I'll put it. But this one, you know, y- y- y'all hit it on it where it's kind of fallen in line with the humor that, like, Guardians of the Galaxy is kind of going for. Where, And I feel like that's 
that's been happening a lot in Phase Three, where the humor is taking um, more precedent in these films. And and I think this is why they're doing really well, uh, just because now they're starting to get to a point where everybody's kind of familiar with the with the um, the franchises. You know, they're they're familiar with the characters. Now they're starting to pull in even more, you know, kids because this movie can hit, you know, little kids that can come in and watch it. It's it's family friendly. They have there's enough comedy in there for them. There's enough comedy in there for the adults. You know, hinted at it. It's kind of like how like the Shrek movies were, where you know it's it's a movie that's kind of for kids, but then it has all this adult humor in there that the kids don't recognize. So the adults are are very uh, kind of pulled into it. So this movie, you know, I. I thoroughly enjoyed this I, I walked out of it like i am so completely happy i went and saw this you know i kind of i had to kind of forego some family time just so i could go see this real quick and uh truly enjoyed the heck out of it totally worth it um loved the comedy in it um i and like i think matt added uh one of my you know the, the newer character that they they involved in terms of uh, comedic roles truly loved that that thing and i think you know we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about it um uh, but yeah, overall, I would always recommend this one for everybody. So I guess that's really all I got on that for, you know, spoiler free stuff. So if we want to go straight into uh, some spoilers, we can go right into this, boy. So uh... so first off, um, Matt, just saying that Iron Man is the worst of the three trilogies is fucking shocking. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm like, with just, you. I was surprised. Just throwing that out there. No, like, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm shocked I, to have to report it. I, I think I'm I, very surprised I, by this. I think He's, I talked about this. You put a lot this. of weight on, on Iron Man 3. We, we all admit <laughs> I, that. It yeah. was, but even, think, even without Iron Man 3, Thor 1 and Thor 3 are better than Iron Man 1 and Iron Man 2. I disagree. But anyway, like, let's not get... Wow. I, 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 I am still... Iron Man 1 still, is freaking awesome. I still think that I'm, I'm on the same page as Matt. I love I love the three Captain America movies. I think they're solid. Um, I think I put those as my favorite of the, the trilogies. But the Iron Man... Tr- I, All like, right, so wait, wait, wait. Can, can we do this? Peter, where are you on that? Would you agree with that? Captain America. Oh yeah, over, t- okay. definitely. Okay. No question. I think, uh, so if that's, that's the case, then I think we're all in agreement. Captain America is probably the best trilogy. So moving forward from there, continue. Yeah, but I, I, I just want to establish I, that. I, I I like Thor the first one. I think the second one is okay. Um, this movie was good. Like, don't get me wrong. I, I but like I think Iron Man, the first two Iron Man movies were solid. Like really good movies. Um, I think Matt is just. It's one of those things that like, what have you done for me lately? Matt just keeps thinking about Iron Man three. And how terrible that because it wasn't good. Like it was okay. Like I mean, it had its moments where it was okay, but it, it's more bad than good. So I, I completely understand where your hate comes from with that movie. But um, but yeah, like this, the fact that you're like throwing it above this, like, is is aggressive. I, I will say I overstated that Iron Man one and two compared to Thor one and three is close. You're right, but when you kid in Thor two versus iron man three that's how thor rises above um also the hammer lifts him up a bit but um boom, boom. nice well see my my struggle is that you guys and i'm st- so curious you guys all hate the third i think the third iron man movie is not good it's not great it's not like terrible <laughs> peter but like it's an okay it's like fine it's okay it's like whatever it's like what were you thinking it's like what well, i i i think I don't know. I, I need to rewatch them because I haven't watched them in a while. But sometimes I, I'm almost the opposite where I think the second one was kind of what were you doing and the third one was. But but I, I, I guess I kind of see where you guys are coming from because Iron Man 3 is just so different. And I think it's, uh, you know, basically because Shane Black directed it and Shane Black is not a 
superhero director. And, and I love um, Shane Black. So it was really, so, I think that's also part of my problem. But they destroyed Mandarin uh, for no reason. And the hype yeah. of the Ten Rings that were teased in the first Iron Man. So I, I give it a lot of problems there, and and if, if you if you really want to get into it, go watch the uh, how how it should have ended for Iron Man three, and you know the movie could have been fifteen minutes, and yep. it would have been agreed. Which know. if if anybody has not heard of it, just Google how it should have ended, and they do a bunch of fun cartoon skits about how movies should have ended, and it's it's pretty awesome. But no, most I, most of them get to like at least halfway into the movie. Iron Man three literally only got fifteen minutes into the movie, so just to. Um, <laughs> beat that horse dead um yes i think that that's fair indeed so so just quick quick question then i as we transition into uh thor ragnarok um i want to ask you guys your guys's opinion on three characters in the movie um first off uh idris elba heimdall you guys like uh hemdall what is that i forget i forget how to pronounce but um, heimdall heimdall how did you guys? <laughs> I see what you did there. This, you, is why, how, this is why we have an explicit rating. Thank you, Matt. <laughs> yeah, thanks, big guy. What did you guys think about his role in the movie? Fans, yeah, not fans. Yeah, I think it's a good good addition. Um, but uh, okay, second addition? one. Addition? What do you wait? No, wait, wait, wait. What do you I mean, mean he, he's been in it I, since I, the beginning. Yes, but I feel like he had more screen time in this movie. Fair. Oh, agreed. I I, yeah. I liked his his leader of the resistance type role. I liked it. So yeah. So um, okay. Second thing is Benedict Cumberbatch, Doctor Strange. Thoughts on bringing him into this? Or did you feel? Did it feel forced? Fun but useless. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, I felt that. I thought that felt like worthless. I was like, this is. Uh, it's like they're trying to make the connection um, for Infinity War. So so um, so. Let me ask this question though. But do you feel like it was they made the cutscene from? Um, Doctor Strange. Thank you. I, I was completely blanking out. Do you think they made that cutscene and then realized, oh shit, how are we going to fit this in? Yeah. When they were making exactly. the movie, that's how it came across. Yeah. yeah, it really did. And I was just like, because they even changed it. If you remember, the the cutscene was that he was looking for Loki, as opposed to how the conversation actually went in this film. Yeah. So I think if we go back and watch it. It's a slight change in how they worded it. So. He's looking for his dad or uh, for Odin, I think. Uh, yeah. In the, yeah. So anyway, so that was my second one. The third one is the uh, is trying to trying to force in. Um, oh crap! What was the? Uh, give me a second. I forgot the fourth, the third point I was going to make on that. So so on on this though, the Doctor Strange one. I you know I think the Loki one. I think that could be actually after this movie, since we we get into the end, we see a little after credit scene where. Um, I don't know if we want to talk about it now, but it's it's likely that maybe Thor needs to look for Loki after. But other, you know, they may have changed it. I I enjoyed it, and I even though you may argue it's worthless, I I, I enjoyed it, and I thought it was good humor and didn't really eat up too much time. So, but I I might just be an easy laugh. What well, I, it, it I was a good laugh. I enjoyed that portion of it, but it just it just didn't seem like it fit the plot fairly. It just kind of felt like it was stuck in real quick. It didn't flow. Um, yeah, Matt, well, then, I, you know what that, I mean. It just it just didn't that, feel like it. Yeah. yeah. To to that point though, I'd actually argue that's more relevant to the Odin um, aspect of it uh, I, than the Doctor Strange piece. So I I and I kind of want to even just take that further, which is I think we're talking about what I had my biggest gripe with the movie was the first maybe ten or fifteen minutes were 
lightning paced and nothing really made any sense. I mean, and I say that I, I understood what was happening and having seen all the movies, I you can connect all the dots. But from a plot standpoint, I mean, there was no room to breathe. It was literally Thor is captured. Thor is talking about how he looked for stones. Thor found no stones. Then up, where's my dad? Let me go find my dad. Up, oh, my dad dies. You know, it, it was just bam, bam, bam like throwing in things for things sake. I feel like the movie slowed down once Thor actually got to Sakaar. And then I really, really was enjoying it. But I, f- I felt like the first maybe 10, 15, I don't know if it was 20 minutes were kind of too fast and things were thrown in just to get cameos. It, too, I agree too. I, I didn't think about it from the camera <laughs> perspective. It was too fast, but not quite furious for me. It was a softball. It was a softball. It was all about family though. It literally was all about family, though. I will say we had some, you know, I, I, I may have missed it, Sean. We were talking about the Doctor Strange cameo. Were we talking about the uh, Matt Damon, Sam Neill? No, and I, 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 yep. I, I didn't get to that point yet. No, not uh, quite. Because I, I thoroughly enjoyed that. Because I thought that was a nice I want to recommend Euro Trip at the end of this just because we get another great cameo. Hey, Scotty, didn't Scotty know. doesn't that was, know. That was a pleasant surprise, especially. Uh, you know, after some of Matt Damon's most recent films, it was good to see him. It, uh, it's too bad he didn't sing Scotty Doesn't Know in this uh, movie because it just been, made it excellent. extremely true. But my third thing was that, and this is probably the most relevant part of, of the, like, the tie-in, but did you feel like the the Hulk, Bruce Banner, was it was it forced? Do you feel like this is kind of like, was it, was it would this movie have been the same movie without Hulk? Uh, no, but I also think that we were coached. We're talking about brainwashed because the trailer featured him so predominantly. I don't think we had a choice but to be like, "Oh, Thor's in it." If we had seen it blind and just saw Thor, it'd been like, "Wait, what the shit?" Um, so it's it's tough to say now without a biased, you know, or kind of a a coached opinion on whether Hulk should have been in it. So the thing about this, and this, and this is part of my like, I think Marvel as a whole has realized this is that people won't go see a movie about Hulk. Like it, they've tried twice. Didn't work out that great. The last one was fine. Te- technically Marvel hasn't tried yet. Oh yeah, you're right. True. But, um, was it Fox then? Universal studios. Okay. Anyway, either, like, I feel like as if Hulk, like not Bruce Banner is fine. Like in the Avengers movies, like, you know, Mark Ruffalo is Bruce Banner. Fine having Hulk, who's a character who's just built on rage, having conversations with Thor, however funny was a little bit just, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, this is way too much. Did, did anybody else get that? Really? Like, well, uh, yeah. Well, well, so I'll, and I'll, I'll step in and then Dave, I'm curious for your thought, but I, I, I didn't think it was too much, but I, I, you mentioned it right at the beginning of your comment about it was, did I feel like some of it was forced? I felt like some of the humor was actually forced. Yeah. And it, okay. and it felt, it actually felt mostly forced to me when, uh, he turned back into Bruce Banner. Like I, I just didn't find him that entertaining when he wasn't Hulk. Cause I feel like Hulk was just enough of, you know, the dumb, stupid, I'm going to beat you up. That's about it. And Take I was okay that, with Mark. that. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, I mean, didn't, I, you didn't like his Tony, his Tony, uh, camouflage or his Tony, uh, get up i i did i did appreciate the fact that he was wearing a uh uh duran duran t-shirt which was awesome yeah agreed so sweet sunglasses (laughs) 
Yeah. I, so the sunglasses were not my favorite part of that whole outfit. They were they were very um Yeah, cuz they're they're I judge Tony Stark when he wears them, so it was very it was very it was like <laughs> I, Mark looks like if I was wearing those glasses. Sorry sorry yeah. Mark Ruffalo, but you you can't pull them off either. <laughs> real real quick though on it, as far as I know on the Ragnarok story, Hulk was a part of it in the comics. So even if if we felt it was forced in the in the universe, it was kind of necessary because you couldn't really have the Ragnarok story without Hulk. I mean, there's there's kind of rumors that so so the the Hulk property is owned by Universal and they won't give the rights over to Marvel. So there's been rumors that Marvel's been wanting to make a Hulk movie and actually can't. So then their whole idea was to converge it with Thor and make this. Um, there was thoughts about making a Planet Hulk movie, which is. Uh, an actual uh, story oh, in the yeah, comics. Story line, yeah. They do that. Yeah. So, so I mean, essentially, this is kind of what this movie shapes up to be. Is yeah. it's basically a mashup between Ragnarok and Planet Hulk. Yep. Uh, it's a little bit of both. Um, and I, I'm with you, Matt. I didn't think him being in the movie was forced. I more thought some of the buddy, some of the buddy cop stuff didn't work for me as well as I thought it would. But again, I I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. So it's just me being nitpicky. I, I was I was fine with that whole that whole thing. Um, now, did I enjoy him more as the Hulk as opposed to Bruce Banner? Yes, I, I thought I thought their interactions were more entertaining just because it's too hulked out, or uh, I guess hulked out is probably a bad term for that one. But two, you know, just two meatheads that are just kind of like you know trying to one up each other all the time, and that was just fun watching that interaction of all the little different things that they were doing. So. I enjoyed that as opposed to just the mockery of, of uh, you know, the Brainiac versus the Brawn kind of thing. So, I don't know. I enjoyed it. Um, so, can I, can I make one one other thing before I like let you guys get into it? Um, in terms of character additions that I did love, um, Carl, I thought the Carl, Carl Urban character was kind of funny. Um, didn't really understand like how it, like the end of it, um, how it met its met its doom. His his doom, his doom, right? Um, Her it, doom. It, we don't assume his gender. Um, but what, what I really, yeah, sorry. What I was really going for here is he's um, as guardian. Big, big, big Jeff Goldblum fan. I thought he was hilarious in this movie, dude. Um, his, I, I thank you for bringing that up. I wanted to actually call that out too. Just his, his character was just on point. The yeah. melty stick was awesome. <laughs> yeah, just, just I think everybody in this movie was hilarious. Not to. Really? You were that? Not, not that... to crush on Jeff. But no, no, he was great. I just want to say that Carl Urban was hilarious. Loki yeah. had his moments. Everybody, you're, okay, so. Yeah. Odin, Odin, Anthony Hopkins didn't get a lot of quips, but everybody, for the most part, had their moments. You're right. Jeff Goldblum was, a, you know, was above most, but I just wanted to highlight that every character got their kind of humor so, let out. So, real quick, did y'all, did y'all notice this? And there was, I can't remember exactly the scene, but he was talking to, I think. Um. Oh, oh! It was a scene where they were talking about the this. I think it was the this the the issue with using the word slaves. And yes. when she says it back to him, did y'all get the did y'all get the feeling when he kind of turns slightly to the screen and kind of almost winks to the audience about that because he realizes how Jeff Goldblumy this whole uh, scene is. <laughs> I lost my shit when Jeff he did that whole scene. I, like I don't think I caught a near fourth wall break. Oh, but it I was did just love that scene. He kind of like smirked when it was like he was aware of how stupid this whole conversation was, and it's very Jeff Goldblumy kind of conversation. <laughs> I'm gonna use that for my. I'm patenting that right now. I'm trademarking Jeff Goldblumy. 
Jeff it was Goldblum the is. most gold bloomiest of gold bloom. Thank you for paying me for a dollar. Thank you. I will take my dollar. Not gold bloomiest, Dave. Eh, gold bloomiest. It's, it's a, a trait. It's a. We're gonna go off of that. We'll. we'll my my lawyers will call you. It'll be fine. <laughs> and, and, and lastly, I'll say Tessa Thompson. I thought it was a good addition too. I like the Valkyrie character. So that one of my uh, highlights. But um, well, if you if you actually finish yeah. Westworld, it'd be more of a highlight for you. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Inappropriate, Dave. <laughs> what? She's a great. She's a great character. Totally, totally great character in that film. I mean, the show. So this this is kind of a random question, but it goes along with you know our enjoyment with each of the characters in the movie. Anybody else think that Chris Hemsworth gets a the raw the raw deal in a lot of the movies he's in? Because I feel like. I thoroughly enjoy him. I think he's actually hilarious. And I have to say most of the movies I've seen him in, I actually really enjoy him. But unfortunately, he just, I feel like his movies kind of get the short shrift even for Marvel and outside of Marvel. I mean, after seeing this movie, I mean, I I, I have even more respect for him. Are you guys a big fan of his or am I no, solo I, I think, on that? No, I think you're right. And I think everybody still loves him, but I think he is still in, in need of another breakout, you know, or another... Yeah huge hit um you know in the heart of the sea didn't really do a great job and i, I still haven't seen that it was unfortunately a, it was a though good i want film, to though it yeah was it was film. pretty good that that's what i heard but it you know it didn't it didn't i don't think it made a lot of money or even made no enough. it didn't but um i completely agree peter he he rocked it in this movie his delivery and his just he just did a great fucking job it, it was hilarious and just everything about it was great and i i, I hate to say it but man when, when they it's amazing how much of a difference him getting that haircut uh, made because he's a good looking man guys i'm not gonna lie <laughs> so you don't think he's a good looking man with the hair no but i think just the overall something something about it is like shit all right or i just forgot between the last time i saw him i don't know but i was like i get it ladies i i get it that's unfortunate but i get it i, I just hope they donated that hair to locks of love because you know what there's a lot of kids out there use that hair oh god could you imagine the kid that gets that to be, How much shit he would to, talk to everybody to, else and just be to like... To be fair, I don't think that's real hair. Yeah, to be real, that's not real hair. In the... <laughs> you don't know that. Uh, I, know. I do. Maybe he grows it out. Uh, Let us dream, okay? Don't ruin my dreams. Well, it's a good-looking wig, all right? Good-looking wig. So I'd wear it. The um, the hair is, is, is indeed fake. But anyway, uh, Hella. Thoughts on Hella? Since we didn't really get It's a great her. word from NorCal. I got a lot of slack when I was in SoCal, but... <laughs> <laughs> it's a very versatile word. I I thought she was I thought she does did a great job, but her character was like every other Marvel villain where it's basically for the most part useless. So that, well, that's just kind of my She was thought. just way overpowered. Like she was just way too powerful for from my taste. You know what I mean? Like she was, was just, hella powerful. She was hella was powerful. Much, Boom. It was I don't know. I just didn't. I didn't like Odin's. I you know the whole point behind it was that Odin is like, yeah, I'm, a, I'm just gonna die. So uh, good luck, guys. Have fun, and you know deal with this shit. Gives them absolutely nothing to run with on this on how to defeat it. He just says, yeah, fuck it, I'm done, and just like disappears. Uh, did y'all get that did, feeling? Like that was like I did. What the, well, what I did the like the idea that the fact that like his his throne, he lives on a throne of lies, essentially. Uh, that was cool. I agree with that. I actually, I like, like Santa Claus lies. from uh, Elf. Yeah, I know. Well done. Um, well done. Let's get yeah. let's get to Christmas conversations, guys. <laughs> yeah, Not we're yet. almost there. We still haven't had Thanksgiving yet. But uh, yeah, like I, I thought that whole part of it was kind of was an interesting take that he basically was just killing people and then like 
living on the throne of lies because everything is uh is hunky dory in his world since that part so um yeah i thought that was kind of cool um with the with the way the introduction was made i thought her character became irrelevant at a certain point um and they were just fighting against something else but um yeah yeah, uh, that that it was really like it started out fine and kind of like ended like lackluster ending to me with her uh, with the you know the vanquish of the villain. Yeah, what what was the planet Jeff Goldblum was running? What was the name celiac disease or something? Sakar. <laughs> Sakar. Um, no, no, we're going with celiacs. Um, we're going celiac. With celiac. Like the it. movie the movie definitely was on Sakar, right? That was the the the, the best part of the movie. Um, and there was some stuff before and after, and it was all fine, and that was the driver. But yeah, Hella, Peter, Peter, you know, nailed it. She's just like every other character. She kind of has to be there for a movie to exist, um, and it is what it is. Dave, you know, way too powerful, and they figure out how to destroy her with something that's even more powerful, and such is life. Yeah, it just—I I don't know. You just she was not my favorite. Now. Was she? Now I know y'all are probably going to argue against. She it, was better than the Dark Elves. She is that was. What you're going to say no. She was, well, she was definitely elves. looking better than the Dark Elves. Yeah, I'll wow. give her that, man. Nobody, nobody agrees with me on this, man. What y'all are, y'all are hurtful? That she was looking pretty good in this one. Kate Blanchett, come on. Oh, I just thought you were saying she looked better than the Dark Elves, and she did. So there's not. Oh really yeah. Much to, <laughs> I thought you were being rhetorical. No. So. So she she cracks me up because um, I think the first movie I remember her from was actually Lord of the Rings. Go figure. Uh-huh. Uh, and in that movie, I don't remember did, did what that it was. Scary scene give you like a fear boner, and you weren't sure what. What's to do that? Because it? <laughs> it shouldn't have. Because it was scary as fuck, and that was too scary for. Uh, yeah. <laughs> a fear boner. Man, you you killed them with a the fear boner. Killed them with a the fear boner. <laughs> Indeed. Well, that is the scene I was going to talk about, though, because she, you know, turns into this evil, scary monster when he yells yells at him about the ring, and um, I I could never tell Kate Blanchett's age from the first time I saw her because she just always kind of seemed she carries herself as if she's not like an old woman, but as she as if she's much older than she actually is. And then I saw her in Benjamin Button, and that movie completely completely threw me for a loop because. All you do is see people with digital makeup all the time. Yeah. So again, I wasn't sure. And she, I mean, she's obviously much older than those movies now, but she still looks really good. That's a long way for me to say I agree with you, Dave. She's a, she's a good looking lady. Yep. All right. So you know we're, we're you know we're kind of talking about how powerful she was a little bit, but okay. One of the big things that bothered me, and I'm curious how they're going to go with this, but the destruction of Thor's hammer. What the fuck? Like. How did y'all feel about that? I mean, did it felt like, like the shorts ring. Um, don't tell me that. Please don't bring in start Spaceballs into this. You leave it be. You leave it be. He why? doesn't he, have a he hammer had, anymore. He had, the, he had the shorts all along. But the end of the movie, he had the shorts all along. Ah, that's a good. That's actually a good. I thought you were making a terrible joke. That was pretty good. They always joke about how the fact he's got, not joke, but they mention he's got a thunder. And you never really understand why he's got a thunder until this movie. So I'm glad to see they finally introduced that, which... Can't wait to see how it works out with Avengers so, Infinity War. But well, I, I mean, really, I the lightnings was doing the most exciting stuff. So let's let's not get into semantics on it. But, but he's done it in the past movies, though. Correct me. Oh, when they yeah, kept calling has. him Lord of Thunder, it made me think of Star Lord. Name. I, I kept I kept I laughing at that. I kept I laughing when Goldblum called him Sparkles. 
Oh that yeah, when he, awesome. he, he shoots sparkles. when he introduced him, he shoots sparkles out of his hands. It's exciting. <laughs> that is pretty yeah, awesome. I thought that was funny. It so, also made me think of Jubilee. That's exactly right. Oh uh, yeah, going. exactly. Good, good reference. <laughs> if I had to guess, if I had to guess, Jeff Goldblum did not have a script for this movie. He just randomly said things, I, and I, they were all hilarious. I think so too. I I could see that. Like they gave him some outlines of where to go, and he just kind of let it, let the rest of it happen. Um, yeah. So, but. But to your point, Dave, I assume he's now that he can control lightning a little bit better and thunder. I assume he's just going to reforge the hammer with lightning. Well, so or in the fires of Mount Doom, I don't know. So, so the, well, the thing is, though, if you remember in some of the movies, though, he actually did control lightning. Yeah. So he, he that's does why I'm wondering, the first like, movie and the second. Yeah, he he definitely no, does but, it. But he always had the hammer, right? The hammer. Well, I just the assumed primary. that he did the hammer. Yeah, I just assumed he used the the, the hammer to like you know conduct it or some something like that. Yeah. So the hammer, the, the hammer, the hammer was like the harness or the ring in Spaceballs. It's all right. All right. I'll give you the that. Whole, uh, that's the whole Schwartz comparison. guy. Well, it's no. no just in case it, it it didn't seem like the comparison was fair was enough. Really no, landed. no. I, I get you, but I'm just saying. Like I, I, I felt like everybody's kind of making a big deal out of how he got all the power to to do all the lightning. I'm like, but we he's he showed he can actually control lightning. But it felt like in this one they kind of like were like, oh, he he was like stunned by the fact that he could he could do it with his hands. You know what I mean? When he was sparkling, because he didn't have the hammer. I, I, I'm kind of I'm kind of with you, Dave, because it was never fully implied that he yeah. needed the hammer. But I guess in the earlier movies, you know, they take a, his uh, Odin takes away the hammer and he said he's nothing without it. And so this is supposed to be like the end of his arc where he finally realizes, you know, he's he's a real boy basically. He's gonna so. just f up shit with. With just straight up lightning, I I still think so that the hammer's a big deal. But I mean, the whole end of this movie, you've got even bigger. Yeah, Th- Th- Thor loses an eye, and then all of Asgard explodes. I mean, th- this movie definitely does not take any prisoners and completely just rewrites everything. Which is, I mean, I thought it was kind of cool, but also I'm I was kind of. Uh, gawking at it because i uh who, who the hell knows what's gonna happen next in this in yeah. this uh, that was series. the biggest twist him losing his eye you think was, that you, you were surprised yeah. well, okay well so I, if, I, if, I, if, I, were you no, like man, you know I, he's he's gonna end up like an o'doyle brother at the end of this movie <laughs> <laughs> i i was i was i mean not that i was Doyle expecting moves. that but um th- that wasn't the biggest shock to me at the, in, the, in the movie um i think the biggest shock to me in the movie was the fact that uh the planet exploded at the end of the movie, but which, I mean, I guess it made sense in theory with how they just, they set it up in the front end because oh, they definitely your, kept, yeah, they were definitely setting up for it with it's a, it's, it's the people. Yeah. It's like I, people. I, well, I, I thought, so when Peter mentioned this earlier, the fact that he thought that the beginning of the movie was kind of a little shaken up and all over the place. Like I thought that was exciting. I like, I love movies when they rely on, the fact that the characters have already been developed and they just get right into the action. Um, so I liked in theory where they were going, but at the end of the day, they didn't quite do it right, which I agree with you on Peter, but yeah, still excited about it. That, that, that I, see, that's the thing too. I'm, I'm with you. I mean, there's no reason for us to re explain how Thor works, right? They don't need to talk about his powers, but what killed me about the beginning was the fact that um, it, it just, it just took, it didn't give any room to breathe. But anyway, without drowning out. I, I, I agree with both of you, but I'm going to lean closer to Sean. So we are split um, down the split. middle. Interesting. I, I also want to say that big fan of the uh, Immigrant Song. Uh, like They did a great job. Yeah. 
like you using that song in, in the movie not just once but then they came back to it i was like again it works so well um uh, <laughs> uh yeah big fan of that song in the in the situation they used it because it does reference valhalla so Ooh. Huh. Ooh. We we didn't see any lands of ice and snow this time though. So. <laughs> Me. No. Yeah. The midnight sun and the hot springs did flow though. Oh snap. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, you know you know what we didn't talk about? So that you know uh Peter referenced that that first uh that first you know first twenty minutes running pretty quick. Um and it did. And one one really awesome scene that happened was he was he was fighting a dragon type beast or something like that, uh, and he he was waiting for Hemdall to see him and 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 pull him up. And that's oh, you know, that we great. end up getting introduced to Carl Urban. And while Carl Urban wasn't a comedic relief uh, later on, this initial scene was absolutely hilarious um, with, with him replacing Hemdall uh, oper- operating operating the Bifrost. But what Thor does while he's waiting because he can't fight this dragon, this giant ass dragon, is he just drops the hammer in the in the thing's mouth, and because of course only Thor can lift it, it just weighs down the dragon until Thor picks it up again. And I thought that was a fun use of the hammer that we hadn't seen before. Yeah, good catch. That was funny. When I saw that, I was actually I thought about it. I was like, I'm actually surprised we never saw this in previous. Yes, yeah, I'm really, I, and I thought it was a great great way to, for us to finally you know get, and it was a big enough. Um, beast where we didn't have to think oh that would crush his hand or something yeah so it was it was pretty cool no i like that that was actually good point was, good point nice Matt. yeah good nice addition good job Matt. yeah i was, try, I was trying to make like math thanks Sean. so all right so you know we're, we're talking about all these characters so so krog 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 doug krog doug krog doug doug oh, oh doug's dead doug's dead all right what did y'all think did y'all did it take y'all away from this that that type of humor in this because it was a little it was a little different from the humor that they were typically going with because this is more of that, um, you know, that um, Flight of the Concords type humor that they kind of threw into this. So what, how did this, how, how, did y'all like it? Did y'all, did it, did it, you know, take you away from the movie? What, what do y'all think? Oh, I thought that was, I think, I think it's hilarious. I thought that that added a lot of humor um, just in the certain situations with, um, you know, the, the gladiator experiences but uh, his his references to Doug were great. Like I thought that like I didn't I couldn't stop laughing at that stuff. But anyway, what about you guys? I, I agreed because I saw it with a guy named Doug, and I, I thought it was a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> was Doug dead by the end of the movie? I was gonna ask. I didn't I was didn't just, check. I kind of had to run. So I was, like, <laughs> was it Doug one or Doug two? Just left Doug. Just left Doug. The my new Doug. Doug. My Doug is a white. <laughs> ha! Ha! I, I'm with you, Matt. I got you. Uh, Jesus, black dog. <laughs> so I think the only thing that that I, I actually really enjoyed it and thought it was funny. And I wonder if the one thing that bothered me about it was that there was a lot of him. And I think the reason it bothered me was because I knew it was Taiko Atiti. So I was just kind of like it, he put himself in the movie in a lot of different scenes, which to me was a little odd. But again, if I didn't know it was him, I don't think it would well, bother. Tell me. that to so, Kenneth Bragnon. Shut up. Um, that's, that's, so, that's a good point. So that's interesting. Point. Interesting thing is, uh, apparently, I heard this. So this is, you know, this is just secondhand knowledge that somebody was telling me about this. What they had heard or what they had read was that they were doing a lot of that um, stuff, like just on set as jokes as they were filming the scenes. And he was just doing that voice in a bunch of the 
the New Zealand guys were doing that type of uh, the voice just to kind of, you know, joke around on set. And apparently it just became so much of a joke that they decided that they were going to just add this character in because apparently he wasn't planned originally. And apparently the big... Like a lot of third children. Oh. Um, So... (laughs) You know, to your to your point, David, that actually makes a lot of sense because I, and I think you and I were talking about this. I definitely thought it was Rice Darby um, yeah, while I was watching yeah. the movie, and since I didn't know that uh, Takaya Titi, I'm never going to say his name right, and I'm sorry. He deserves proper recognition. Taquito. No, we're sticking with Taquito. I'm not going to say Taquito. Makes me too hungry. But Taika. 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 All right. Tonka. Tonka. Yeah. So. Uh, so yeah, I thought it was Rice Darby, and so I had no idea that he was you know part of this movie. And it, it to me, it didn't sound like him. Though the only movie I've seen him in that I'm familiar with was was what we do in the shadows. Yeah. So and I agree with you. It, didn't, um, it doesn't. It you know based on what watching that and you know going back to what I think, I I literally thought it was Rice Darby in his character from Yes Man, like the manager uh, of that uh, that that bank. It just that is the that is the image that kept popping in my head when I would hear Korg talking. Yeah. Anywho. Do we want to talk the end credits scene and then be done or? Yeah. All right. So real quick. Um, so, so end credits. Scenes. So there were, so there were two scenes. Um, the first one was obviously the spaceship that they, now the entire population of Asgard is on one ship floating out in the middle of space, heading to apparently earth. They encounter some big badass like big ship. Um, so I've read some stuff on what this is. Do y'all know what this ship was? Yeah. You you gotta assume it's Thor. Sorry. You gotta assume it's Thanos. Thanos. So, yeah. So they confirmed that it was Thanos' ship. So, um, very intrigued to see where this is going to go. Um, I didn't read much more on it. I just kind of took a brief thing on that. So obviously this is setting up for, um, Infinity War. So now I'm kind of intrigued to see where the plot goes. So we, it's funny because there's essentially now one movie until Avengers Infinity War because what's the Black Panther comes out in February and that's it, right? I mean, after that... And and Sean, you might be leaning towards this, but that's the one thing that we haven't seen the final Infinity Stone. So does that mean we're going to get it in Black Panther or is it going to show up in Infinity War? Two things about this. I was kind of leaning towards this because... So first off, I'm curious as to what happened with if Loki took the... uh, or uh, what's the one? Yeah, the, te- the, the Tesseract. tesseract. Yeah. Was, oh, he, he totally so did. That, he totally did. He, he must have because we see it, you know, it it was in a leaked trailer. So we'll I see I was just going to say, there, yeah. I didn't want to say it for Peter's sake, but uh, I, I've seen it. So there's two things then because two things I was getting toward. So if Loki, in fact, takes the Tesseract, then it plays back to the Steven. That would have made, made more sense to have Steven Strange involved with Thor as if he's looking for the Tesseract on Earth. Um. So that's my one thing I was going to. Then the, the last thing was that we're still missing an Infinity Stone, uh, and they also did have the uh, the glove. Did you guys see the the glove? Well, yeah. When glove. when Hella knocks it, it over the knockoff, I thought yeah. that was great. Cause, yeah. Yeah. So you see those in like every comic book store. <laughs> did did do you did you hear the background about that? No. Was, like why they added that scene? No. Because there, um, it's it's an Easter egg in the first Thor that in one of the scenes in a really quick take you can see the Infinity Gauntlet in the background before you know they had even thought about going into Infinity War, and ever since then people had been 
making comments online that it was a fake, that it wasn't the real Infinity Gauntlet. And so they put in that scene uh, to basically play homage to everybody to be like, yeah, you know, it's sure it's a fake. We'll make it a fake. So, so yeah, there's, there's that part. And then the, the, obviously the, the last piece was that the, we haven't seen that. We still haven't seen the last, is it, what's the last one? Is it the soul stone or what's the, yeah, I think it's the soul stone. Yeah. Yeah. Soul yeah stone. Which I, which I thought it was part of supposed to be part of Adam Warlock. Right. Uh, that is that's apparently what the comics were saying, but um, I, I don't so, know if they're going to go that. Since route. I don't think we're going to get Warlock until the the next you know, Avengers four, yeah. Yeah. so here's it does, it's unlikely that we're going to get it. But you know, now that it's the Soul Stone, it almost makes sense that it would be in Black Panther. <laughs> oh, Matt, you're funny. Jesus, <laughs> what I'm guy. aware of the seventies, I'm allowed wow. to say shit. Yeah, well. <laughs> I didn't know George. Oh, wow. Clinton, I didn't know George awesome. Clinton was going to be in Black Panther. <laughs> <laughs> he might actually show up. To be honest, with you. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah. So that those are the three things that I, like that I kind of picked up from the end of the se- the end sequences. But um, yeah, looking forward to see what happens. A- anybody sure. else? Anybody else think that it kind of sucks that literally the entire you know, race of Asgardians, the second they find a new home, quote unquote, they get caught by Thanos and probably get destroyed. Huh. I don't know. I, I still think they're going to make it to Norway because that's where Vikings live. <laughs> isn't, isn't that what I learned from this movie? I'm, I'm being, I'm going to be positive like Sean, though, though based on the, the uh, leaked trailer, leaked for, trailer. Yep. It, and since Hemsworth's going to be, or Thor's going to be floating around in space and or flying around in space, possibly from an explosion. Um, and hitting the Guardians of the Galaxy. What's the name? The uh, so I didn't actually uh, sure, watch this yet, name? which I'll send. So I I will watch that. It starts with an, it starts with the name. I can't think of the name, but it, it hits uh the Guardians of the Galaxy ship. He hits Guardians of the Galaxy ship. And I are you talking about the a, um um? Oh my God! The the, Comic Con trailer. No, 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 no. no. no the, 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 the D twenty three trailer. I'm I'm dying right now about the the name of the ship. Um, the Milano. Yes, yep, thank you. That's it. I knew it was a type of cookie or Alyssa. I was like Alyssa, <laughs> Alyssa Milano. It was named after Melissa Milano, it's and I'm like, Petridge Farm girl from, God damn it! What is it? That would be awesome, Pepperidge Farm everywhere. Anyway, so yeah, P- Peter's theories is sound, but the Asgardians are a lot like the Vulcans now. What that they won't go away, or that they all die because they all died in the new the new. Uh... Oh, I guess they didn't all die. A few. Of them Some died. of them are on like a ship. Yeah. The Sanctuary 2, it's the ship that uh, apparently is um, Thanos' ship. So so that's that's the real question, because I think they already, in Guardians or Guardians, or sorry, in, um, yeah, either Guardians or Avengers, uh, his little um, platforms, like asteroid platforms or whatever he's standing on, mm-hmm. that was already identified as, you know, they give the little uh, location text mm-hmm. uh, when Thanos appeared. That was already called Sanctuary. Um, so it, it would be very, uh, uncreative of him to call a different type of conveyance sanctuary also. Not if it was sanctuary uh, two. No, but that's, that's the whole thing. In the, in the, no, but I thought, in the, I thought that was like in the comic books. That's what he, his in the, like, yeah, in the comic books, he has a lot of these ships and they're all called sanctuary Yeah, sanctuary, like one through whatever number. Yeah. But since this, since they already showed us a sanctuary for Thanos and it wasn't one of those ships, I have to assume they come up with a different name for it in the MCU, but Death Star. That's probably being oh, it's totally going to be a Death Star. Fucking a, Peter. (laughs) The Schwartz. 
that is a, that is at least four or five references to a Star Wars and or Spaceballs film this today. So uh, we're moving we're moving along quite well. We're Maybe we'll get there. in a Spaceballs three type of conversation. So uh, all right, so the second one, and I'm literally blanking out on what the second one was. So uh, that was another Jeff Goldblum, which we, thank you. we haven't given him enough credit. And I know I, I kind of stifled that initial conversation, so I apologize. He deserved more credit. I didn't mean to end that. But it was nice that we got to end on a Jeff Goldblum highlight um, with him coming out after the revolt on uh, Saqqara. I yep. forgot the name. Yep, yep, yep. Um, no, we're going with celiac disease, remember. That was the name, of the, that right. was the name okay. of it. Good, good. Um. Yeah, so Jeff Goldblum comes out of the ship, and I actually thought it was going to be an orgy reference because they talked about that other ship being the, his orgy plane or his our orgy orgy uh, spaceship. And those girls um, look like they had just and been the girls looked like they were you know down Tired. to the orgy. Um, but I thought it was a lot of fun. Does that ring a bell now, Dave? For you? Yeah, it, it literally kicked in, and I was like, I, I completely forgot what it was. I thought it was a nice little throwaway one, but I'm curious to see if it actually develops into something because basically he. Uh, almost takes credit for the revolt in a way kind of saying that there was no way the revolt could have happened without you know a person like him so uh but i did like how he ended it so like yeah you know this is a so we'll call it even you know it's a truce tie tie that was it thank you so thought it was thought that was quite uh quite fun so what'd y'all think anything uh to add on those completely agree and i I like that it gives us room to maybe see him again yeah, we don't want to get rid of him, to be honest. So apparently, though, interesting little fun fact. Apparently, him and um, the the collector are yeah, brothers. Apparently, yep. yeah, did not know that. So that that'll be an interesting uh, little addition for the net going forward. So, but yeah, I don't I don't think they have any more room for characters in Infinity War. I think they're up to like forty or something. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, did y'all did y'all see the uh, did y'all see the announcement that they're going to be making this? So Infinity War is apparently going to be like a heist movie. Indeed. So, so uh, you know. fast, fast and furious stones. Oh yeah, <laughs> just what we've been waiting for. Uh, but anyway, so so one more thing to call out. You know, Jeff Goldblum, great. But I, low key, uh, Tom Hiddleston was was nice to have back in this. And one thing I really enjoyed was when Thor or when uh, Thor was fighting Hulk, and Thor, uh, Thor Thor gets body slammed by the Hulk a few times. The the kind of horror in uh, Loki's face was just. Pure comedy. It was just you know calling back to the original Avengers when Hulk just you know smashes him. Uh-huh. Um, not the you know Netflix and chill type of smash, but um, lots of fun. Um, yeah, the, the the best part there was when uh, Hulk does the exact same thing that he did to Loki, and Loki gets up and cheers for it, and then oh says, god, he see was, that's what it feels yeah, like. That yeah, was, that exactly. Was entertaining. Yeah, uh, I forgot to reference the get help thing. That was also hysterical. That that, that was actually pretty, yeah. was funny. I'm not doing get help again. That was that little throwback yeah, at the that, end. Yeah, that, that was, was yeah. It was it was so one off that no one else seemed to catch it. It was like a it was like a shitty joke that you know we all say to our friends and kind of like what we do in this podcast and everybody just kind of stops and doesn't doesn't react to it because it's just so badly placed. That's how I felt. That was perfect. So anyway, um, so I guess that'll be it on terms of uh, Thor Ragnarok. I know we talked about this. Uh, a lot, so uh, we'll kind of try and close this out a little bit more. So, uh, so how about some potent picks for the week? So, uh, Peter, why don't you start us off with this one? So, I mentioned that I, I don't think Chris Hemsworth gets you know a good a good fair shake on, on the movies he's in. So, I will pick a 
Chris Hemsworth movie. So I don't know if you guys have seen Rush, but I, I actually am a big fan of this. So it has actually both Hemsworth and another Marvel alum. Uh, and it's his name is escaping me f- for the moment. Uh, Daniel Bruhl, who's a, a German who plays, of course, a German race car driver in the movie Rush. And it's it's a loose kind of true story around two race car drivers who feuded back in the, I think it was the 80s and 90s, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, but but without me butchering the, the history, I think it's a pretty, pretty solid movie. There's some great action, um, some good emotion, and I think in general they both play the part really, really well. So if you have not seen it, go see it. It's called Rush, and I believe it's a Ron Howard-directed movie as well. So it's, a, it's pretty good. So, uh, Dave, let's go to you. So... I am actually going to talk a little bit. So based on the the actors, I know we kind of talked about the little scene where you had um, basically, um, and I'm, I'm I'm blanking on the, the names right now of the of the play. Um, I, I'm totally blanking. Uh, Damon and um, oh my god, so Matt Damon I, 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 and um, who's oh my god Jurassic Park. Sam Neill Thank you, and Sam, oh, Sam Neill yeah. and yeah. Uh, Chris Hemsworth's brother. Yeah. So, so actually, this kind of brings into it. I was trying to. So while I was watching that scene, I was trying to figure out who, who it was that was actually playing Thor in that, and I had to look it up afterwards, and I, I realized later it was actually his older brother, Luke. So I don't know if y'all realize what Luke's actually in. Um, so he's probably more famous for, and Sean might actually remember him, but uh, he's actually the guy Ashley Stubbs in Westworld. So he's the security oh, yeah. guy. You're right. And so I was actually going to say, you know what, that would actually be an interesting thing to go ahead and go watch. Um, If you haven't seen it, go watch Westworld. He's actually a a great character in it. You'll, you'll, when you're watching it, you'll, you kind of look, he kind of looks like the other two uh, brothers, but he's just kind of slightly off. He's kind of like a Baldwin. One of the the Baldwins don't look like the other Baldwins kind of thing. So, but phenomenal show. He's actually great in this show. Um, So definitely go watch it. So Sean, what about you? I'm going to throw this out there because all this talk about Goldblum has brought up some of his past movies that he's been in. Um, one of my all-time favorite comedies, and I remember seeing this in theaters when it first came out and not completely understanding the magnitude of it, but uh, a great movie directed by Chris Columbus called Nine Months. It's, uh, it's, a, it's a Hugh Grant movie, really, with uh, Julianne Moore, Tom Arnold, <laughs> um, Robin Williams in one of his funnier roles I, I can remember. Um, rest as the doctor and yeah exactly and uh phenomenal yeah you, you know you got joan cusack too it's a, it's a really good really great comedy um really funny situation with guys you know as, as you get uh into the having kids stages not being ready to have kids um jeff goldblum is like the ultimate like just grown-ass man not wanting responsibilities but uh, i <laughs> I forgot about he was in that. I forgot he was it, the, it, the brother. He's pretty. He's pretty funny. Um, I don't know if he's a brother. He's just a friend. But uh, oh, okay, I thought it was her brother or something like that. So anyway, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a great movie. Check it out. It's uh, and it's directed by Chris Columbus, who you guys might remember, who also directed Home Alone, I believe. Right. Uh, I think Chris Columbus directed Home Alone. My favorite thing about that's correct. And my favorite thing about Chris Columbus is that his production company is 1942. <laughs> that's true of course it, no, no, of course it, it is no, that's it's, so clever it's, no I thought it was 1492 what, what did I say 
You said nineteen. You said nineteen. You said nineteen forty-two. Oh, did it? I, I definitely. It's not meant the Adolf the Hitler that... film. <laughs> Sorry. Jesus. I, I definitely meant the. the we totally that, went a whole um, other route. Taking it dark. So, Sail the ocean blue. Yes, exactly. Perfect. Yeah, but to your point, good, good call out, Matt. But yeah, great movie. Check it out, um, Matt. What about you? What do you What do you uh, recommend this week? So you know when you were talking about uh, Tom Hiddleston. Stan, uh, you know, only being famous for Taylor Swift or whatever is going on. I was trying <laughs> to think of a movie where Taylor he Swift wasn't movie? Loki. Um, I was going to recommend a, a Taylor Swift uh, music video media production. I would definitely recommend like season two finale of New Girl. Maybe it was season one finale of New Girl. Which oh, she was actually an actress um, in this stuff. I, I had no clue. I mean, I it was, was a cameo. Kidding. She had hey, two seconds. Fair enough. Um, but no, so I'm, I'm, you know, looking for for Tom Hilson, and I remember. Um, Warhorse. I have no idea how predominant he was in that movie. Was he the star? I don't think so. But he was definitely in it, um, like top 10 build, I think. And um, Warhorse was a kind of, I think it, it did well, but I think it's something that nobody really thinks back on very often. Um, and I remember not being too amped on just seeing a horse in war. I didn't really know what to think of it. But it was Steven Spielberg, so I went and saw it. And it's amazing what Steven Spielberg can do. Uh, I don't know if you guys have any thoughts on that one, but... Um, it's actually something I've been meaning to rewatch myself. Um, so Warhorse, uh, it's only about 2011, so it's not that old, but um, did a great job, and it's you, you're definitely gonna see a lot of familiar faces. So uh, check it out. So you didn't want to recommend Kong St- Skull Island? Well, that was uh, that was so recent, and that was more of a Brie Larson joint than uh, so. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, I was I was actually while you were talking, I was pulling up his uh, his thing, and I'm I'm just not seeing much like that. Though I've... I. I actually um, borrowed the Night Manager from a friend, and I've been meaning to watch that uh, little mini series, really mm-hmm. but I haven't. I just haven't had time to see it. So yeah. I maybe we'll be able to recommend that at some point or reference seeing it. But um, yeah, yeah, just Warhorse, kind of, kind of crazy, cool. All right, well, I think that'll do it for us tonight. So as always, you can uh, email us at potentpicturespodcast at gmail You can follow us on Twitter at potentpics or potentpictures, and it's the same thing for our Instagram. Uh, I guess handle and as always we do have a Facebook and a website so it's Facebook is uh, just search potent pictures uh, podcast and the website is potentpictures.wordpress.com we have everything up over there so um, basically it links to everything at that point so it has all our uh, our tweets and all of our uh, uh, episodes and whatnot so you know if you're not if you're kind of just intrigued to see what we've actually recommended in the past or anything along those lines all there so go check it out and uh as always, definitely go on uh, iTunes and um, rate, review, and subscribe if you can. Uh, five stars are always appreciated, but reviews definitely help us out. So we appreciate it. And uh, I think next week is definitely going to be um, uh, Murder on the Orient Express. So me and Sean are trying to figure out how we're going to be able to see this before as we will be on a, a boys weekend to go see the Saints at the Buffalo and the Buffalo Bills. Uh, so should be uh, interesting if we survive the Bills Mafia tailgate. Um I think we'll be okay. So uh, hopefully we'll be here next week. So hopefully we'll see the movie, <laughs> and hopefully we'll actually survive this this uh, tailgating experience. But uh, other than that, I think that'll do it for us tonight. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everybody.